that's another thing. I was also thinking, what if people, the people that don't drink, right? I don't want it to be, but it could also be like sipping tea, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah, you could still smoke weed and still be sipping with Merck, you know what I mean? Yeah. You could just call hey. sipping uh, non-alcoholic Budweiser. Or people that are <laughs> that don't do anything, like they're oh no, don't do that. No, 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 no. Don't don't cater to nobody with the fucking zero calorie non-alcoholic Heineken and shit. That's bullshit. Yeah, or it's it's like people that drink decaf coffee. It's like why fucking bother, idiot? (laughs) Tea or something. Just don't talk. Yeah. Who this? Those demons inside you. Mm. Oh, oh. Let me go. Oh, it's too late. Uh, I'm dying. No way! I can't believe this! Oh no, man, come on. Oh no. Don't die on me. God damn it. Don't die. Fuzzy. Somebody did this. What the fuck? Oh, flag off, flag. Who this? Yeah.
on that side, there's moments before sleep, which I like because I like the irony of life in general. I always yeah. love that stuff when they say God's like a practical joker. You know, how yeah. they made a giraffe's pussy so high and there's that, uh, that saying, <laughs> yeah. that's the irony of life, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot who said that, but it makes sense. <laughs> but I love the fact that... <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I've been that a couple of times in my life so I can relate like a dummy. But um, I, I like that moments of sleep is so misleading because you read the title and you think, oh, this is going to be a sweet finisher, you know, nice melodic, you know, strums like that. But then you go, ah, and the whole track, and it's all aggressive. Like, who's going to sleep? A maniac or like a bipolar man or something? Yeah. How did that come about? How did you work that title into that track? So, well, I didn't I didn't write any of the lyrics or make the title, but the idea – is um it's about dealing with like uh like anxiety and existential crisis and the reason for life and like all this crazy shit that's happening now and all that stuff so it's like the title is just saying like you know right before you're gonna go to sleep and then all of a sudden you can't because of all this bullshit running through your head you know what i mean mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay so kind of like uh like rain man i guess like this never stops working your brain i guess even yeah, before yeah. sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I have read that somewhere, actually. Like, a lot of, um, not so much geniuses, but, like, people that never turn their brain off, per se, like, in the moments before they go to sleep is when they go more crazy because to close their eyes is, like, to admit it has to stop at some point and they really can't turn it off. Something yeah. like that. It was some, some psychological article. I, I, psycho, psychiatry article. I, maybe I need to go see one, but one of those kind of articles and readings and yeah. stuff. But... That's cool, though, because moments before sleep and you think maybe it's like someone in a psych ward going to sleep. Maybe someone, 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 yeah, I'm good. Uh, I, I got looped in like like an EDM track. So <laughs> that was kind of tight. So and so and so and so. Gonna wait, and then I saw that you reacted, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> um, what happened there? Does our does our voice sound the same? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I think my interface oh, the mic somehow. The mic isn't. The mic is still plugged in. So I think it just got glitched, but um, now my computer's frozen. So we just had to keep it going. So <laughs> as long as my voice sounds the same, then it doesn't matter how I hear you. Yeah, your camera yeah. and your mic are fine. You're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good, actually. So yeah, um, as far as, well, I can almost say, oh yeah, so you had that come out and unfortunately, just like with Melly's episode, it wasn't you weren't able to properly promote it with the times we're living in right now, but is there anything else you have working? I mean, sorry, in the works with uh, the band again, which I can't get the name right still. Sorry. Yeah. Like for another EP, is there going to be a part two perhaps? Because I liked what you did there. Yeah. It's definitely a double-sided coin. You get the yin and yang of like how you did the album artwork too as well. Yeah. And, it was unique in the approach. At least, again, I thought the whole, the part of splitting the two was like intentional. 
but it's it gets you crossover with bands and such. Um, yeah, actually, uh, both bands have things already recorded. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Like yeah, upcoming stuff? Yeah, we just have no idea um, when we're going to put those things out. But yeah, me, we're, both bands are constantly writing, like like almost every day. It's like, so mm-hmm. it's an endless amount of shit that we want to put out. But um, it's really just about timing, getting the band together to record, um, especially drums. Drums are hard because now we have to go to New Jersey to record drums. So it's hard to just go out there to do that. Why, why specifically Jersey to get the drums recorded? Uh, because the drum room that this guy, um, Adam, from uh, Timber Studios, it's like one of the best drum rooms I've ever heard. So we became buddies with him, and now we record there. Um, Is that exclusively for the drums, or...? You can do whatever you want, but we don't need any, we don't need a studio for anything else but drums. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a twenty foot tall um, ceiling, and then like uh, there's no there's no soundproofing on the wall itself, but there's like um, uh, shit, Eddie. What do you call the uh, the boxes, the soundproof boxes on walls? Uh, oh, bass traps. Yeah, forgive me. I sound like an asshole <laughs> saying I'm an engineer. I forget the word. <laughs> They're like built inside of the wall, and it just gives like this crazy acoustic dynamic shit that I haven't heard. Um, so we have a lot of fun doing it there. Hmm. All right. Um, one good thing that did come out of uh, it happening to release during the George Floyd thing is that we raised like almost a thousand dollars so far by selling mm. merch. Which is okay. Yeah, we're gonna donate that. Um, nice, nice. Yeah, so that's good. Nice. That's that's good to hear, though. You did it for the cause, and you helped the cause by doing it in that sense. That's awesome. Yeah. Unintentionally, of course, it seems like. Um, yeah. In that case, uh, I got a question for you now since, you know, I like to dub myself a aspiring producer. I'm, I'm nowhere near you guys. Eddie, Frankie, you, Rob, even Melly probably got the upper hand on me in that sense. But if, let's say now, with the times we're in now, modern, almost anybody can put a song out, put it together you know, have it go viral if need be, if it happens. Would you still recommend somebody going the length of school and going through courses and whatnot? Or would you still stick to, let's say, hey, download a program, mess around with it, tinker here, tinker there, or even like what I've done sometimes too with different equipment, like go on YouTube, watch a tutorial, Google this, download a PDF or something to like kind of go over it. Yeah. I, I I think just because of my experience, I think you'd have a, a better time. It might take you a little bit longer, probably, because you don't know what you're looking at. But I, I, I feel like I learn a lot more just looking things up on my own. And I think it'll also depend on the school that you go to. Because, like, if I could have afforded Berkeley, yeah, maybe I would have went to Berkeley. But, like, that's not something I could do. So I also want to say something. If you take Rob's uh, route or route you have to be completely committed mm-hmm. and this has to be your everything like the only i feel like the only reason or like one of the main reasons why he is he's so talented and he's been able to do what he does and he's just getting better and better is because he puts in the work 
and he's literally like loves what he does. Like he loves learning. He's always watching videos. He's always at the studio learning from, you know, Tony or Ryan or anyone, you know what I mean? Like mm. he's messing with things mm. himself. He's constantly like trying to be better and like he's putting in the work, you know what I mean? So if you're someone that's like super, super involved and this is what you want to do, then yes, maybe this could work for you too. Mm. But you can't just be like, oh yeah, I'll learn on YouTube. You know, like you have to set the time for it every single day yeah. and it's hours a day. Of course, that makes sense. <laughs> well, yeah, just because you're not going to, you know, you don't think about that because that's what you do. Yeah. But I, I see it like from the outside and I'm like, oh my God, wow. He's like, I feel really inspired by him like constantly because he really does put in the work for what he wants to do. You know, like he is that good because he puts in the work. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, oh yeah, he's just super talented. Oh yeah, he knows this. You know, like he gets better all the time because he's putting in the work. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's an easier route just doing that or, or to cop out. It's like, no, like do the thing every day and you'll, you'll get good at it. Um, but like I said, I did learn a few things in school. I just feel like I didn't, it was a certain point that I got to where I was like, okay, I'm not learning anything new anymore. And now I just want to take it to the new level and like meet the people. That's another thing too, your connections. Like if you know people, mm-hmm. ask them questions. They don't give a shit. They'll answer your questions. You know, mm. makes sense. Do you yeah. believe in that philosophy of the ten thousand hours till you can call yourself an expert at anything? Yeah, hundred percent. Even even like the people I look up to will tell you that. They'll still send their shit to other people mm-hmm. for for like a, a um, advice mm-hmm. too. So, because it really does take that long. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is about it, but uh, I I don't think I'm pushing that number yet. But I'll get there. <laughs> I mean, you, you seem fairly young, if you don't mind me asking. Um, how yeah. old are you? I'm 25. Oh, yeah, you're young. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah. He's a baby. Yeah, but... <laughs> I love saying that to him because we're only a few years apart. Yeah, she's 27. Calm down. <laughs> Listen, baby, I'm about to be 28, okay? I'm about to be 26. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I might come off as an old man at this point since I am the older by default. I'm going to be 35 this year. I know I'm showing it's terrible. I apologize. (laughs) But I remember, you know, music used to come out back when it'd be as simple as like an album coming out every Tuesday. If you remember, you know, FYE, Coconuts and Tower Records, that kind of places, you know, you'd wait for something. And then an artist you liked would make you wait for an album. Hopefully most of the times, not all the times, they'd be good. And even back when bad would be like, it's not terrible, but, you know, I let it slide, whatever. I just won't listen to it. Yeah. But then that you compare that to now where the thing that bothered me was Tuesday seemed exclusive for album releases. Then they changed it to Friday at some point, I guess for numbers or whatever they call it. I, I think I read that somewhere. But then now we're literally at the point where Spotify will tell you, hey, there's like 37 new albums that came out today by like an artist that just dropped something two weeks ago, too. Does that annoy you now since you're directly involved in creating and crafting music as an artist? Like there's too much out there to take in. I love a certain genre or two, and I just can't listen to everything or make time for it. Now it just seems like a task, even with a quarantine involved. Does that bother you at all? Do you want to? Yeah. I think at least for me, especially since I'm just like starting off, 
it's definitely a little intimidating, but at the same time, like you were saying, like, you know, quality over quantity, right? So sometimes I want to like, I, I just want to like put, I, I want to put out like singles and like EPs and like, I'm, I'm just like, I want to get it out, but I would much rather wait and perfect it and at least and like make it really, really good for my standards and know that I did the best that I could in order mm-hmm. to put it out. So even like, if like you see like a lot of people putting out things constantly, it's like, it's a little unnerving cause it's like, oh God, like I should be putting stuff out. You know what I mean? But also like, it's, I think it's just so much better to wait and like work on it, make it right, perfect it, get it as good as you can and then put it out, you know? And I think that, yeah, like people are going to click on a bunch of different things, but there's, there's going to be certain songs and certain artists that you listen to and you're like, this is different. Like this is different than the last four songs that I just skipped through. You know what I mean? Just because they're mm-hmm. available doesn't mean that people are going to like one, like them and like, be like, yeah, I love this. And also like add it to a playlist or like constantly play it. So I think it's, it's definitely about like making something really good instead of just kind of putting it out and pushing it out there. Hmm. Makes sense. How about you, Eddie? Um, I feel like in this day and age, like people really like, all right. Fans are usually right on top of like when their favorite artist is going to release something. And then if you don't know about it, for the most part, it's going to be thrown on a playlist. Um, I feel like that's how a lot of artists get their exposure nowadays uh, because of playlists and just uh, how like Spotify does their playlists. Like the latest like uh, singles, you know, get put on top playlist of this week or of the month or whatever the fuck. So that's how that I feel like that worked. Like going back to... Um, like you were saying, CDs used to come out on Tuesdays and then move to Fridays. I feel like, I mean, obviously like the whole thing with the Friday thing and everybody gets paid Friday. So it's like an easy, easy way to make money, guaranteed money. Like mm-hmm. if we release this, people are going to have the money to, you know, pay for it. Um, and then going back to, you mentioned that usually it's not going to be as good. Like it's a hit or it's, it's usually like a hit or miss if an album you know, that came out like back then that I feel like is affected by the artist being contractually obligated by a, by a, by a record company. And they're forced to be, to put out an album by a deadline and then they put it out and it's not 1000% because they, they were forced to do it. Nowadays, I feel like everything that's coming out has been, in the works for months, maybe even years, because artists now they can do it on their own independent. They don't have any, any, uh, like probably some, but not all of them have, uh, stress from, from a, a record company telling them, Hey, that those are fireworks. Going on. Um, yeah, they don't have the stress or whatever of the companies like record companies telling them like, Hey, like we need you to, you know, hurry up and, mm-hmm get get an album released so i feel like it's like it should be easier now and it is i feel like it is and then from everything that i'm hearing especially like in the pop world uh when i was on tour my current artist i think i told you before is omar apollo he's this r&b uh singer with a full band behind him 
um, mm-hmm. I would be on the um, I would be on the tour bus, and they would talk about oh McGee recently released an album and it's fucking fire, and then they they would constantly bring up their favorite artists releasing music like in in that month that we were out on tour, uh, we were doing a U.S. tour, and I would like be curious, and I'm like, let me look this up and listen to it, and it would always be fucking good, like because like I said, I feel like they've put in the time and effort to make it quality and they're most for the most part these artists that they're talking about are all independent and they don't rely on um other people to make their music they literally bedroom bedroom studios you know what i mean and then Mm -hmm. and then with the help of other people obviously they get it out and it's fucking fire so before i feel like it would be more stressful than it is now. Like now, it's way easier and all safe. So, yeah. Mm. yeah, it's so accessible nowadays too. Like compared to back when. Like mm-hmm. Rob, I guess since you work also directly with artists nowadays too, involved in the crafts, how do you feel about that? Do you think it's easier now just to put out anything and we lose quality in a sense, or is it still beneficial to anybody or everybody? Um. Well, I think it's. I, I think it's cool. Because um, I like the idea that more people can be creative and have the option to put anything they want out and, and, and like do cool experimental things that haven't been done before. But I'm also a believer in quality over quantity. I'd rather someone put out a five song EP and they're all bangers rather than have a 10 song EP, I mean, an album and the five are good, but then the other five are just okay. Like, I don't, I don't like that shit. And then, I feel like everything is being recycled. I'm not saying I'm making original music, but like so much music is being recycled and I'm hearing the same things every other day. And I'm like, I, I want to hear something new. Like I'm tired of hearing the same fucking mm. mumble rapper sing the same thing that the other guy is saying or the other one is saying or that they're all saying. It's like, do something different. And then even mm. in the metal scene, it's the same thing. Everyone's playing the same riffs. It's just like... Come on. I was going to ask you that, you guys, since you're, that's more your realm, your lane, per se, metal and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, I know there's like subgenres to the subgenres of metal itself and yeah. all that too. And it, it's too much for me to even bother with. Not, not that I don't like it, just it's like so much that branches off too. Mm-hmm. And I used to have a friend that was like a metal guy and I forget the name of the band. Um, but he would his main complaint of falling out of music altogether to the point where he sold off guitars and all the stuff he played, all that was like, oh, there's just too much going on right now. And there's, and I mean, oh, well, music in general, yeah, popping up. No, 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 I mean, metal, metal. There's too much going on. Everybody sucks. Everybody just like gets on through like they know somebody, they know this person, and they got in that way. Like, yeah. Is there really that much of a subculture amongst subdivision in metal? And I don't know, do you take to any specifically or what bothers you most about metal now? What, what made it lose its touch, its individuality? Well, I don't know. It's kind of a hard question to answer because I, I think that there's so much cool shit metal is doing now that they haven't been before. Um, but there's just so many bands that are doing the same thing that a a new original sound becomes very unoriginal real quick. If that makes any sense. Like with, um, to answer the question of 
metal, like now losing its originality or whatever the word is. Um, I feel like the internet has a hand in that because for example, me and Rob listen to Prague, right? And the community, that community, we all kind of look up to the same guy. His name is Misha Mansour. This motherfucker, we look for, we all look for his tone. We all look for trying to play the same kind of riffs as him. We all try to write drums like him. So with the constant thing of just like the internet being so interconnected like that, and then our source of influence is this one guy, you're going to lose originality, you know, um, Mm -hmm. in that sense. But there's like, I have been, I've witnessed it where it's just like, it's the same kind of like bands that keep coming out and there's nothing original, but I am noticing that the ones that are trying to be original, they're definitely fusing the sounds of, um, of uh, like the bands that we listen to. So for example, I went to uh, the band that Misha is from, his name is uh, Periphery. And I went to mm-hmm. a show and one of the openers was this uh, prog band named Arc Echo. And if you listen to them, I, I described their sound, a mix of this other prog band called Pliny and this other prog band called Animals as Leaders. It's literally like a blend of the two and you can hear it and it's original and it sounds sick. Everybody is like technically like, like, um, what do you call it up there? Like, uh, musically. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I'm seeing that for the stuff that's original, it's definitely people fusing things, you know, from the, from the broader thing, but the whole thing of like, uh, the gear that we all use and, the, the bands that we all look up to, it's all the same and it's gonna, it's the, the community is gonna suffer, you know, a little bit from it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I, I know like, just like hip hop, it can be compared to like, there's been like, um, at, at least in hip hop, there's been the regional transferring from the South took over, the North was big for a while and this and that and the other. There was emo, there was goth at one point there was um uh, is it thrash that nirvana was or well, no grunge grunge, grunge yeah, yeah grunge it, it kind of evolved but it, it kind of evolved with it within itself into different like diversions i guess you'd say yeah right but but yeah it, it's kind of gotten i mean i listen to so little metal compared to you guys i'm sure but the little bit i've listened to that's come out now it's like i've heard this before or it's like Definitely. Or, or yeah. what would what was that big complaint about that Metallica album, that um Saint Anger, that it sounded like tin metal, like tin oh can God. or whatever, <laughs> the cowbell metal, whatever they called because it. Because it was yeah. like the worst snare sound I've ever heard. It was just I've ever heard. Like I'm I'm the hugest Metallica fan in all, I don't know, and all my friend group. Anyway, um, and I'll say to defend that album a little bit, the reason why was because they wanted to go for like that like garage day sound like amateur band sound but they did it they overdid it to the point where the album sounds like hot garbage like sonically it sonically sounds like hot garbage like if it were if it were uh i think mixed properly and stuff and like some of the instruments were worked on a little better um and the songs were kind of like structured like put 
like it would it would be an okay album but because of the way it was treated sonically it, it suffered mm. so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that like that would that would be the answer to that example well Lars is also a shitty drummer too <laughs> yeah Lars is I always heard he was an oh, asshole but his ability, <laughs> I always heard he was an asshole like to deal with but would you both agree well I mean you're the fan Eddie but would you both say he's like an overrated drummer because I have heard that too no yeah of course definitely like, I don't know who's overrating him because he's a shitty drummer. <laughs> it's like have you the seen whole, him play live? Uh, the whole thing, the whole thing of him being overrated is because he's in he's in one of the biggest mm. bands of all time. Mm. Yeah. So if you're in one of the biggest band of all time, the you know the assumption is oh that motherfucker must be yeah. great, and uh, <laughs> it's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> So, so correct me if I'm wrong, since you're both the metalheads. Uh, who is it? That, who's the top four? Is it Anthrax, Slayer, Megadeth, and Metallica? Right, yeah. that would be the big four in thrash. The big four. I'm sorry. Big. Four. But it's like if you go into like death metal, a lot of people look at um, the band Death, um, Cannibal <laughs> Corpse. Uh, there's this other Necrophagus or Necrophage. I can't remember. But like those, those would be like the big three in in death metal. Um, it each subgenre has their like, you know, like the 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 fucking bands. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that uh, that defines that genre. So it's like, it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to explain that whole thing. Like but of those, I'm sorry. Like, let's go into, like, hip-hop. Like, for example, like, the South. Like, what comes to mind, like, for the biggest, like, uh, hip-hop acts? Outkast is number one. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Fucking... T.I., I guess. T.I., definitely. Uh, but then you go into, like, the subgenre of of hip-hop of going Trap, to like east coast Atlanta, yeah well, exactly Atlanta. it's like it's it's so broad it's kind of hard to like mm. get a grasp of it fully like unless you really take the time and like indulge in in that uh well i was asking to confirm that i was asking to confirm the big four because of the four i'm guilty i've only listened to metallica i've gone back and listened to the whole thing and i am a fan I, I can't say or agree, like, if he's overrated as a drummer, Lars. I only know he has a funny accent that gets made fun of all the time. Yeah. But um, uh, if you had to pick you two of the big four, who would you go with and why? And who would you recommend going back to and giving it a chance study-wise, catalog-wise? Yes. Uh, listen to Megadeth, because the guitarist wrote Metallica anyway and does it better. <laughs> ah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just wanted to piss yeah. Eddie off, but I do believe that. No, you're right. <laughs> Megadeth, Megadeth, technically, like that, their uh, their lead guitar players throughout the career, especially like with the first one. His name is Chris Poland. That mm. motherfucker is like legendary. Like all technically, I I fucking love Megadeth. Like those motherfuckers are 
great at writing. Um, that's why it's like they were they came in second because Metallica obviously took over, but Megadeth was like the fucking shit. The thing is that if you Metallica has a bigger name, no? Like yeah. I've never heard of Megadeth. Metallica has Metallica. the numbers. Metallica has the numbers. Definitely. Megadeth has the riffs. That's Definitely. Good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But if you go into the other, like Anthrax and Slayer, if you like death metal, you're definitely going to be listening. The first bands that you're going to be listening to would be Slayer. But if you like hardcore, uh, like New York City hardcore, like punk kind of, you know, shit like that, you're definitely going to be listening to Anthrax because you didn't, mm-hmm. you hear those influences. It's like each each band has its own like uh thing that it comes from i feel like whatever like fan base that it grows that they grow out of and go into other things sorry i, I we talk yeah. about metal and i see a mosquito and i i always gotta punch mosquitoes when i get a chance <laughs> so I, I, I just punch the shit out of the roof of my car i'm sorry but um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah you know what actually that brings me to something else i want to do since you're both experts and frankie to get involved too i, I and because i want to learn and, and deep dive into catalogs like that fuck yeah definitely want to bring you all guys back and melody too if you have to <laughs> but um to do like a, like a like a like a metal deep dive episode like your favorite albums who to listen to who's like underrated overrated kind of thing because i know frankie had a lot to do with that too like his influence as well but knowing you guys eddie you metallica guy and uh you know rob you with megadeth and everybody else too you could probably put me on too you know i'd love to do that to learn and and to put it out there too yeah i'm so down that'd be so fun yeah because i'm generally into that stuff too so um and there's a lot to learn, I'm sure, in that realm. But, you know, to close things off, and I, I hate to do it, but, you know, I don't want to keep you guys, you know, subjective to, like, feeling like prisoners of war at this point now with how long this podcast is. But, you know, Rob, yeah, we're chilling, we're chilling. Yeah, we're chilling. But, Rob, I, I do want to thank you for giving us the time to, like, touch on your career, pause just in case, solely your career. But, um... And and deep diving too into what you've done and what you got going on, but please feel free to tell us again whatever you got going on for yourself and promoting and plugging whatever you got going on as far as IG anything you got in mind. Anybody you want to big up, I might have forgotten too. All right, cool. So um, you can well, Kalora and Analama, both my bands just released the EP as we discussed. The split it's called Ambivalent. It's on every streaming platform out right now. I believe every single thing. You can hear all four songs on Bandcamp, but not on the other ones. And um, you, Or you can go on YouTube and search up the Ambivalent stream, and it has all four songs on there. Mm. Um, but honestly, that's the only thing I have to promote right now. You can catch me at Tildwave underscore on Instagram, Robert Wesley on Facebook, and... Uh, like I said, music is always being made. I'm excited to show people what's going on. And I appreciate you guys for having me and and listening to it, for one, and enjoying it. That's why I love doing this, like, to get people, like, just to hear it, you know? Like, I don't even Actually, I care to, about making money. I, I just want people to hear this shit and feel something, you know? I meant to ask you, with, with your, your your full legal name, Robert Wesley, 
when you yeah. did the research, did you find out that you were like mostly British or something? Because that's a pretty like, you know, British name, I would say. Well, my, that, that's actually my middle name. Oh. Yeah, Wait, Robert Basham. Robert Basham is, is my name. It's Robert Wesley Basham. And apparently oh. Basham is like an old English royal name, but I, don't, I haven't seen any bit of that fucking money, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> 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 but the either. Basham did go, did translate into metal because he likes to bash. Bash. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basham, Basham does sound like the English people saying, "Like, oh, we're gonna get into a fight. We're gonna get into a Basham." Yeah, I mean, it was Bash this Basham. <laughs> well, there was the Basham Bros in the uh, in the in wrestling. How do you know that? Right? Uh, wait, wait, can we do something cute? Can everybody do their best English accent? Okay, who wants to go first then? <laughs> I'll start it off. Um, my name's Melly Murphy. I'm from the UK, and yeah, I'm a singer. Robert? Oh, mate. <laughs> That's Australian. <laughs> oh, I can't do it. All right. Um, uh, what's the most generic shit I can say? Um, Would you like a cup top, of tea? Top me off with some tea, please. I'm about to go watch some Harry Potter. And um, uh, I feel bad for doing this. Sorry, this is bad. Uh, who's next? <laughs> Eddie. That's pretty good. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, I took a little trip to uh, the McDonald's, um, and they didn't have any uh, mixed spaghetti uh, for me to try. But um, you know, maybe someday I'll be, I'll go over to to uh, the Philippines and try it. Uh, yeah, that's 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 my accent. I almost went into Australian. <laughs> I was going back and forth. Like, I don't you know. sound like a sad boy UK guy. Like. <laughs> uh, only because I've heard Amy Winehouse talk outside of uh, albums. I think she might have sounded like this at some point, but okay. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black is your classic album. Thank God she got she left Black. Shout out to Amy. <laughs> Nice. Wow, we're all pretty good. That's pretty lit. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Imagine <laughs> we sound like shit. You hear the background, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Goddamn blokes, what the fuck? Bloody hell. Oh, the Mackers. What the fuck? I can't do it. But oh, I should have said Mackers. That was not it at all. The English say Mackers for McDonald's. Mackers? Mackers. 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 Yeah, you mean Maccas. I did. And also the Australians. They say Maccas. Oh, of course they would. They're the, they're the, what was that thing about Australia? They were like the, the London prisoners that got shipped off there and like, so yeah. <laughs> them. Yeah. I think I heard something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah I actually yeah. really like how they call breakfast brekkie. Yo, oh, brekkie's That's so cute. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, we're... Yeah, but, um, Thank you again, Rob, for everything you share with us. And as far as sharing where we can find you, we can catch you. You know, it's only fair we give another turn to Melly. As, as again, I said before, I do apologize for not being able to promote you properly, but please feel free to go ahead and plug away what you got going on and where we can find you as well, besides Rob's house. Or I guess you shared. <laughs> I, I guess you shared a place. It's our house, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, you guys can find me at Melly Murphy, M-E-L-I-M-U-R-F-Y-Y. Don't you forget it. Um, yeah, I just got a couple of projects coming out soon, um, so stay tuned. My first EP will be coming out uh, this summer, so mm. I'm excited about that. And uh, yeah, Robert will be helping me. So will Eddie and Frank, and thanks again. Thanks again to who this for the for the time and for the fun talks man really appreciate it definitely and rob make sure you don't ease up on her on what she names the ep or the song she, you whip into shape you let her know hey no <laughs> yeah. hey. Hey. What, what, what were the names that you said you tell them and boy like, I don't or some shit? i'm like no you can't that's not no it's croissant yeah croissant croissant it's like saying pastry in a song it doesn't work it's croissant <laughs> We get in there, baby. We get in there. And last but not least, of course, Eddie, the tech. You're well, not officially, but you know, unofficially, you know, we know the vibes already. You you've done enough work, you know, got involved, everything you need to, but please go ahead, sir, and let them know where we can find you and track it down if need be for your services. Oh yeah, yeah. Um I'm Eddie. Uh you can hit me up for guitar fixes, setups, pickup installs, whatever the fuck. Uh, find me on Instagram at uh, Eddie the Tech, E D D I E T H E T E C H. Um, what I'm working on now is getting good at trying to get better at drums to prep for this reggae band that we got coming up. Uh, I forgot with, to say that. Yes, please. <laughs> As you guys, well, we got two things coming out of that too. Uh, I'm sorry, Eddie, but please, um, please go ahead and finish what you got promoting. Then we'll get into that briefly. Um, I mean, besides that, whatever, whatever I work on with Frank, Mal, and Rob, that's what's what's coming up. That's that's it. And your IG and everything else too, please, sir. Word, Eddie the Tech. Once again, IG. Nice. Edward Santos Lara on Facebook. If you want to hit me up there too. That legal name. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I'm sorry I forgot about that, guys. Before we ended things, is that you? not only announced and discussed with me before we got on air that you got a reggae oh, band yeah. of all things, uh, <laughs> Rob, Melly, Eddie, and Frankie. Yeah. Because I swear you, you guys are like the poster children for like a ska band or like 311 reimagined. <laughs> not, not, not reggae. I'm sorry. Revolution. To be culturally correct. <laughs> or, but Listen, I had a dread one. You, okay? you got that going on. I had one on. dread. <laughs> oh, I have credentials. The blue-eyed reggae. The blue-eyed reggae, right. What is it, but, um, what is it called? Is it like a, a Russian eyes. reggae? Or like... <laughs> appropriated reggae. The appropriated reggae. <laughs> Listen, but, I had to play bass in that shit, so... It's gonna be cool. I'm, not, I'm honestly not sure what the genre is, but... It's a... Uh, it's something. It's, you know what? It's I'm like, like, it's like reggae rock fusion. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Do you guys have a name for it yet or no? No. I wanted to do Melly and the Murphys, but they refused. <laughs> we refused. Look at my No, we'll we'll figure it out. I don't know. Name is such a big thing too. And this is like so new, but we already well, you wrote two songs already, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're working on those songs. So it's gonna be I think it's gonna be super dope. And I always wanted to start a band with with these three guys, so I'm like super super excited. 
Yeah, it's been long overdue. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be. And it fits her voice yeah. like really well too. So. I was gonna say that. Yeah, it does actually. You're right. Yeah. So stay tuned and yeah. Oh no! Forget Ashley Melly. You also got a podcast that you're coming up with, developing out of this quarantine as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, please recorded, feel free. So we recorded the first episode last week. Um. So I was trying to do something where, like, I edit the. So we did two different angles, right? Because I want it to be a video podcast as well. Like, I want it to. I want mm-hmm. the 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 video that I post not to be, just be like, oh, this is this was a podcast. Like kind of wanted Logan. to edit it, but holy crap! Damn, props to editors, dude. It takes so long, right? You're watching things back in real time, plus you got to go back and back and back and forward and this and that. So everything got out of sync and flow. yeah, yeah. So it's it's in the works. You know, we're editing. Rob's helping me out. Thankfully, we have um, Final Cut Final Pro. Cut Pro that we just oh, got. Nice. Um, so we're, we're working on stuff and like, just like making it our own and yeah. So that's another thing that's coming out. Um, Do you have a name for that yet? Yeah. Sipping with Melly. I thought it was Murphy. With Murphy? Sipping with, sippin with Murph. Oh, sipping with Murph. Yeah. Cause we did a, we called it that because we all chugged a, a White Claw. Right oh yeah. yeah. I but was really I, drunk in that. But then I was thinking, the yeah, that's another thing. I was also thinking, what if people, the people that don't drink, right? I don't want it to be, but it could also be like sipping tea. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah, you could still smoke weed and still be sipping with Murph. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could just call hey. sipping uh, non-alcoholic Budweiser. Or people that are <laughs> that don't do anything, like they're oh no, don't do that. Like, well, no, 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 no. Don't don't cater to nobody with the fucking zero calorie non-alcoholic Heineken and shit. That's bullshit. Yeah, or it's it's like people that drink decaf coffee. It's like why fucking bother, idiot? <laughs> Yo. Yo. But yeah, so sip sipping with Murph. Um, I'm super excited. So basically the podcast, the the general gist of it, you know, I got inspired like a lot by you because the podcast that you know I did with you couple weeks ago it was it was just cool like just to like talk about like life and like you know yours is a little like you're a pro at this at this point you know you got your stuff kind of figured out and you have your questions and you're so good at like transitions and finding the lulls and and bringing it back you know to the to the main topic so I think that's dope but what I wanted to do is just kind of interview my friends and just have like deep conversations because I was already having deep conversations with people and I wanted to kind of put it on a podcast and then edit, you know, different things that maybe people didn't want to be in there. Maybe they got too personal, maybe, you know, um, but mostly I wanted to do that just so people can feel comfortable talking to me during the podcast, mm. as opposed to, Oh, I'm on a podcast. I have to, you know, be a little like, I have to be, you know, I'm on a podcast is being recorded. Like this is going to go out into the world. So I want people to just be comfortable and let's just talk about life topics and your past life stories and and all that good stuff. So, or to make it in, to, yeah, or to make it enticing <laughs> for for the viewers to check it out once it comes out. Um, one, we're really drunk, and then a little like tease word that has to do with the topic is vulva. Oh yeah, that's it. That's it. That's vulva. it. So. When it comes out, make sure you check it out. It's fun. Yeah. It's sick. 
It'll be beyond. Well, now I'm mad because now I'm mad because you're doing a whole episode about the Bova and you beat me to it. What the fuck? <laughs> I gotta rethink shit. <laughs> Thank you guys again so much. This has been something spectacular with who this. Catch me on IG at who this that is. I had to clarify that for the sake of somebody got who this on IG. They didn't get it on Twitter, but they got me on IG. And they beat me to the first. So that's to clarify. It's not who this is. It's who this? Question mark in front. Question mark in the back. Who this on Twitter again? Who this is number one on, on YouTube? Yeah, that's the place, right, where you can get the visual format of this too as well, where you'll see their pretty faces. You'll see my ugly mug. You'll see the mixed spaghetti in the back and hopefully get a deal off that. Like I said, McDonald's, I hope you're listening. You might as well sponsor me. Why not have us all join in too? And then Melly can write the song. You know, Rob can play a guitar. Eddie can fix the sound. Frankie can name it after some other planet too and make it work somehow, <laughs> some way. Something spectacular on all stream podcast platforms. Thank you guys again. Thank Always you. Fun, Woo. Yeah. <laughs>